Welcome to the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, where you'll learn the secret sauce, what it really takes to build a thriving mortgage business doing what you love, without relying on cold calling or annoying realtors. And now, let's join your host, Doran Aldana. Hey, what's up, everybody? Doran Aldana here, coming at you with another kick-ass episode from the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast live on Facebook, and this is coming from mortgagemarketingcoach.com. And today we're going to talk about why working longer and harder just keeps you stuck in the rut of doing it the hard way and struggle as opposed to building a real business that liberates you, that fulfills you, that sets you free. So we're going to talk about how mortgage professionals typically orient themselves and perceive themselves and look at their business and why that doesn't work nine times out of 10, and how you can shift your perspective, how you can shift your mindset around your business and your modus operandi around your day-to-day activities so you can actually earn more while working less. So you can have more income, have more freedom, and have a hell of a lot more fun. That's what we're gonna talk about today. And as you probably noticed, it's hard enough for mortgage professionals. Statistically, we know that the average mortgage professional makes less than 60K a year. So we know that just making great money is hard enough. For most mortgage professionals, they're on the edge of the poverty line. They're struggling just to make ends meet. Now we're talking about how we can earn more while working less. Now we're talking about why working longer and harder is not the answer. How could this be, Dorn? Don't I have to work longer and harder to make more money? Don't I have to double my output in order to get double my input? Not necessarily. We're going to talk about some key distinctions that I learned through trials, tribulations, and struggle on the first lines, the front lines rather of capitalism, and leapfrog to the top of your game by getting just a few key distinctions that will absolutely make a massive difference to your ability to push the needle on profit and performance in your business without necessarily having to push the needle on putting in more work. I did a post recently uh, in my Facebook group at Art of Mortgage Marketing podcast, um, or rather Art of Mortgage Marketing. If you're not part of the group, check it out. Art of Mortgage Marketing is the number one marketing group for mortgage professionals on planet earth. We have over 12,000 mortgage professionals. We're growing every single day. And it's an awesome place for us to come together as a community, to collaborate, to share ideas, best practices, success secrets. And on top of that, there's some very interesting questions that I'm able to pose as the administrator of the group that allows me to get an inside look as to what's going on in the real world right here, right now in the mortgage professional space. So I'm looking at my phone right now because I'm actually pulling up uh, a live feed of the questions and answers that I posted in the group this morning. And the question that I asked is, how many hours per week do you typically work? And here are just some of the answers we got. Jeff Newton says 24-7 in the mortgage business. It's a fair amount of hours. Uh, Mike Callahan said, don't ask. It needs to change for sure. Um, Alex I'm going to butcher his last last name. We'll call it Alex K. Said 70 plus weekends, 70 hours plus weekends. 
Don Davies said, I'm guessing around 115 hours a week. I've been working at least 16 hours a day every day with some days being 18 hours. I'm not done. I've just begun. Some uh, other people, Steve D said 40 hours, uh, maybe 50. <laughs> so, you know, it's easy to soften the problem and say it's 40 when really it's more like 50, 60. Uh, Jared Lewis said shop never closes. Frank uh, C says, I work to live and don't work and don't live to work. So about 50 to 55. Uh, Ernesto Martinez said 20. Uh, Jared Wilson said no more than 40. Jacob Gregory said 60. So there's and then uh, Alma, Alma G said always open. So as you can see, there's a full range of responses here, right? Anywhere from 20 hours to like 115 hours. It's crazy. And as you probably noticed, you get paid not on the hours you put in, but the value you create in the marketplace. You get paid on the number of families you help and the volume of loans that you help to close. Simple as that. doesn't matter if you're putting in 20 hours a week or you're putting in 200 hours a week. What you get paid on is your productivity. You don't get paid on activity. You get paid on productivity. We don't get paid on begun. We get paid on done, right? So how do we increase your productivity without necessarily increasing your activity? How do we increase your output without necessarily increasing your input? That's the million dollar question, isn't it? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And so here are three big reasons, three big reasons why working longer and harder keeps you stuck in the struggle, the stress and the suffering, doing it the hard way and how to break free once and for all. You guys ready for this? This is going to be a game changer for you as it was for me. Before I share these with you, I should actually get real with you and be transparent. I'm on the journey with you and I'm learning as I go with this too. I uh, just recently actually got stimulated to talk about this topic based on an audiobook I just started listening to called uh, Scale. Scale. It's a phenomenal book. I highly recommend it. It's on Audible. It's uh, both hard copy as well as audiobooks. So whatever you prefer for your media consumption, highly recommend this book. It's called Scale. And the whole premise of the book is that it was written by exceedingly successful entrepreneurs that ended up actually building $100 million, even billion dollar companies. In fact, they actually built Priceline, which in the travel industry became a billion dollar company. And they learned through their own experience, their own trials and tribulations and failures, how to build a business that truly sets them free, not just any business, but an uber successful, exceedingly lucrative business that runs in their absence. And what's unique about this book is it's teaching not in theory, but based on these guys' real life experience on the front lines of capitalism. And it's, it's really fascinating. As an entrepreneur, which I am, I find it fascinating that I didn't learn this stuff 10, 20 years ago. I wish I did because I'd be so much further ahead. But as I'm learning it, I'm realizing all the different areas in my businesses where I have not yet released control, where I'm still holding on to a task or a responsibility, 
where I become the bottleneck. And I was acutely aware of that bottleneck when I went to Kelowna for our Seven Figure Lender Academy event last weekend. And on Mondays, we have our Monday motivation Q&A calls with our members for our uh, you know high-level client acceleration formula and database marketing acceleration formula and realtor marketing acceleration formula clients. And normally I'm on those calls, but this last week I was at this event. And so I was in the mix contributing, serving and pouring into these people, these high level clients that flew from all over the world to come to this beautiful opulent setting in beautiful Kelowna, British Columbia beachfront with the hot tub and we did jet skiing. We had professionally facilitated drum circle for team building. We had a five course meal with a professional French chef. It was extraordinary. It was amazing. We had a a phenomenal time. I was pouring into them all weekend and I was traveling on Monday. So I wasn't able to do my Q&A call like normal. So I had one of my uh, faculty members doing the call in my absence, which is cool because I'm able to release that. And it's not just about me anymore. So that's part of my evolution is to delegate tasks and responsibilities to top talent team. So I'm no longer doing it. But I've been in the habit of doing these calls myself most every Monday, so I hadn't fully released control and empowered my team member on how to do it on their own without any glitches and hitches. And for literally three prior times when I'd been away, there'd been some kind of a hitch or a hurdle or a challenge that my uh, faculty member had to deal with in my absence. It was never smooth. There was always something that I hadn't fully equipped them with to win. And that's on me. And this Monday became yet another failed attempt to release because I hadn't fully supported him to win with the systems, the policy, procedure, and protocol. And I ended up forgetting to send out the notifications with the Zoom link so people could access the call. That's a big problem. Right? People need to access the call to get on the call. So needless to say, I was really perturbed and frustrated with myself. I was really pissed off at myself that I was the bottleneck. I should know better. And right there in that moment, I decided enough is enough. No more. I've had it. I'm done with this. It's time to release this. It's time to remove myself as the bottleneck. So I own the fact that I'm the source of the problem. And I'm also the solution of the problem. And after I gave up beating myself up after about 30 seconds, I decided, okay, I need to do something proactive about this now. So I wrote up an email. I sent it to my operations manager, Lana. And I said, Lana, I'm failing at this task. I need you to take ownership of it. And and so here's how to do it. I gave a video tutorial. I explained exactly what to do, how to do it. And now she has full ownership of that role every Monday. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to remember it. I'm no longer the bottleneck. And it was an incredible, number one, relief for me, but also a reminder that it's so easy to fall into old patterns and old ways of doing things just by habit force, where we get stuck in the rut of being the doer of our business, as opposed to the architecture of our business. To be the technician in the kitchen all day, washing pots, and being the chief cook and bottle washer, doing everything ourselves versus being the architect who builds systems, policy, procedure, 
protocol so the business runs without us. So we own a system, we don't own a job. So we build a business that sets us free as opposed to enslaves us. And I didn't realize that I had been holding on to this task and not letting it go until I became the bottleneck. And it became very apparent that I need to reorientate myself to being a business builder, to building systems and building a business that actually operates without me. Otherwise, I just have a glorified job trading time for money on the time for money treadmill. That's not a real business. That's a J-O-B. J-O-B stands for journey on the way to brokenness, right? J-O-B is a prison of our own making because when we don't work, we don't get paid. And we don't really have a real business that we can sell to someone else because who wants to inherit a glorified job? You're not going to be able to sell that for much. It's not worth much. But if you are able to set up systems that work while you're not working, now you have a business that's making the cash register ring. You're able to scale it up without scaling up your workload. You're able to add more zeros and commas to your bank account without adding more hours to your workload. That's the kind of enterprise people actually want to buy and acquire and invest in. That's the kind of business that you can feel excited about owning because it liberates you and it sets you free to do what you want, when you want, how you want, anytime you want, with whom you want. That's the kind of business you want to create, true? So all that to say, I'm there, right there with you guys. I'm still learning on this as I go, and I'm maybe a step or two ahead of you, maybe. But you know, I'm certainly far from perfect on this, and I'm learning too. But I highly recommend diving into this book. It's called Scale, and it'll give you the acumen, the understanding, and the foundational knowledge you need to really develop mastery in this area of becoming a true entrepreneur who builds systems, who builds an enterprise that operates and thrives in your absence. That is the ultimate in entrepreneurship, to build enterprises that thrive in your absence. That's the ultimate in leadership. And it's the ultimate in legacy, to build something that lives beyond you. Wouldn't you agree? To have something that thrives and is bigger than you and has longevity and continuity well beyond the point at which you take your last breath. That's the ultimate in legacy. And not many people in any home-based business or small-based business ever even get close to. Most people are just operators. They're owners, they're operators. They work in the business. They don't work on the business. And if they don't show up to work, everything falls apart. Sound familiar? So the first reason why working longer and harder keeps you stuck in the struggle is because you are working a job instead of working a business. And there's something called Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law is the law behind why when we were in high school or university, if we had a week to prepare for a project, we'd take the whole week. If we had a whole month to prepare for a project, we'd take the whole month. Whatever resources we had to prepare, we'd use it. Same thing with lifestyle creep. Why is it that when you make 50K a year and you bump up to 100K a year in income, all of a sudden your income uh, starts to, or your expenses rather, start to match your income? It's because 
Parkinson's law is working against you. It causes lifestyle creep where your income is always going to, generally speaking, your expenses will creep up to your income because Parkinson's law says that whatever resources you have access to, you're going to use up. Whether it be time, whether it be money, whatever resource you have, you tend to use it up. That's Parkinson's law. So if you put in more hours, if you're putting in 115 hours, for example, which is one of the answers in the uh, recent Facebook group, 115 hours a week, does it mean just because that person's putting in 100 hours a week that they're doing double the productivity of someone who's doing 50 hours a week? Not necessarily. Because the person who's working 50 hours a week may have policy, procedure, protocol, and people on their team all undergirded by technology that's allowing him or her to get more results, more productivity, create more value in the marketplace without putting in more hours. So that's the big idea. The big reason, one of the big reasons why working longer and harder keeps you stuck in the struggle is you stay in the same paradigm. It enables you to stay in the same paradigm of being the doer of your business instead of the builder of your business, to be the practitioner of your business in the trenches doing, doing, doing mortgages versus being the architect of systems that markets mortgages. Do you notice the difference? The people who get paid at the highest level in this business are marketers of mortgages. They're not doers of mortgages. And the mortgage industry is one of the rare types of businesses out there where you not only market and sell the product, but you also create the product in the sense that you don't, only, you don't only do the lead generation, the lead conversion, but you also do the fulfillment when it comes to packaging the deal, finding a home for a loan, all that stuff. So you're doing all of that stuff. You're everything. Now, if you're the chief cook and bottle washer wearing all the hats, you can chew up 115 hours a week like we had some people talk about in their Facebook post that I did in the response to that question, how many hours a week are you working? And you can be making one-tenth, one-twentieth, one-one-hundredths of someone who's working 20 hours a week, 30 hours a week, not because they're any more capable of the person working 115, but because they're more strategic and intelligent of how they use their time. They're leveraging their time with systems, policy, procedure, protocol, technology. They have a top talent team that takes ownership of these tasks and responsibilities so that these top producers can just do what they do best and get the best to do all the rest and operate and dance in their strengths, operate in their zone of genius and have their team liberate them to operate in their zone of genius, in their unique ability, so that everyone's operating in their unique ability. The team members are operating in their respective unique ability, and the owner is operating in their respective unique ability. And yet there's so much more being done cumulatively amongst the whole team. You might be thinking, well, Dorn, I don't have money for a top talent team. I don't have time to figure all this stuff out. Notice the belief structure that keeps you stuck. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. That's a seed that when impressed upon your subconscious mind must be expressed through a reinforcement 
of that belief. You become the self-fulfilling prophecy where you find all kinds of references and reasons and proof to prove your case that you are limited, that you don't have enough time, that you don't have enough money. You become the self-fulfilling prophecy. As Henry Ford said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. It all comes down to your belief. So what if you always have enough time for what matters most? And what if with the right team and the right systems, you get more done with less time, energy, and effort? What if the word system stands for save yourself time, energy, and money? What if you having the right technology and the right team allowed you to get double, triple, quadruple the income than you're getting right now while working half the hours? What if that you can get started today with what you have to be able to scale up to that level just by making one shift in perspective that your end game is not to be the owner, operator, doer of your business. The shift now becomes and the game becomes and the objective of the game becomes you're building a business that sets you free. Notice the difference in how that feels. To be building a business that sets you free as opposed to being a practitioner working in your practice, being a doer, being a technician, being the chief cook and bottle washer, wearing all the hats, doing everything yourself. Frick, that's burdensome. If you ask me, I'm feeling heavy just thinking about it. That's a lot of weight to carry. So what if the new perspective and the new modus operandi in your business is a shift from being the doer to being the architect, from being the technician to being the marketer who builds a top talent team and undergirds your operations with technology and system so that you can unplug, you can go to the Bahamas, sipping a Mai Tai poolside and having your business running like a finely old machine in your absence. How awesome would that be? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine having a business that literally runs without you with kick-ass team that are motivated, that are responsible, that are A-plus players, that do their respective role even better than you do because they're operating where they are unique, you are weak, and they're operating in their zone of genius and their unique ability. And by operating in their zone of genius and their unique ability, they're liberating you They're liberating you to operate in your unique ability and your zone of genius so you can dance in your strengths doing what you love every day. Can you imagine what that would be like, what that would feel like, what would that be like to have that kind of energy and freedom and autonomy and independence and have that kind of income with the lifestyle to be able to travel the world, to be able to connect with your family, to be able to come home every day at four or five or six and have a meal with your family every single night to have your weekends off if you want, to be able to travel and connect and have magical moments with your family, with your friends, and to have your business run without you. That's what this is about, guys. It's a new paradigm. Stop being the builder of a job and start being the builder of a true business that sets you free. Stop being the builder of a job that enslaves you and start building a business that is undergirded by systems that sets you free. Doesn't that seem like a worthwhile endeavor and a worthwhile objective for your career? That's the next level of fulfillment and freedom and fun. True? So the first reason 
why working longer and harder keeps you stuck in the rut doing it the hard way and struggle and strife and suffering is because if you give yourself more hours, you're working against the Parkinson's law instead of having the Parkinson's law working for you. Get the Parkinson's law working for you by reducing your hours and forcing yourself to work on your business, not just in your business, and forcing yourself to get more done in less time because the Parkinson's law says whatever amount of time you give yourself, you're going to chew up, you're going to use up. If you go from 100K a year to 200K a year, guess what? Nine times out of 10, you're going to have lifestyle creep and you're going to creep your expenses up to 200K a year. That's just called the Parkinson's law in real life on the front lines of real life. The more time you put in your business, the less productive you're going to be. I'd much rather put in 40 hours a week and find a way to get 80 hours of productivity than to work 80 hours a week and squander needlessly, unnecessarily a bunch of time by trying to do it all myself, not having technology, not having automation, not having systems, not having team, and just trying to grind it out, doing it all myself and wasting so much time with redundancy, spinning my wheels, all kinds of meat on the bone, money being left on the table, lack of productivity because I'm so freaking burnt out and tired. You guys get what I'm saying? In other words, the more time you put in, the less productive you become with that time. Parkinson's law works against you instead of for you. The second reason why working longer and harder keeps you stuck in the struggle is because energetically, it presupposes that there's scarcity and that if you want it done all, you know, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. It presupposes that the only way to get it done is by doing it yourself and grinding longer and harder. That's complete freaking BS. The truth is, if you want to double your income, it's not going to happen by doubling your workload. It's going to happen by doubling your productivity and your efficiency and your leadership. Doubling your income and doubling your time off means that you find ways to delegate things that you don't want to be doing yourself or you shouldn't be doing yourself. You find a way to delete things that you just shouldn't be doing at all. You find a way to outsource, outtask, automate, streamline. You find ways to set it and forget it and have it done in your absence while you sleep. You find ways to set it up so you go from having Bob's Burger Joint Flipping burgers, being the owner operator, doing everything yourself, making 200K a year to McDonaldizing your business so you can have such streamlined kick ass systems that you can literally have pimple popping teenagers running your oper operations in your absence. And that's how come McDonald's brings in billions of dollars a year while, while Bob's Burger Joint only brings in 200K a year because Bob's Burger Joint has built a job, a glorified job, trading time for money. McDonald's has built a system that's replicatable, duplicatable, and allows a teenager to run operations. Notice the power of that. What if your systems were so airtight, so on point, you could have a teenager running your operations? That's the power, my friends, of approaching your business as a true entrepreneur instead of just a 
loan officer instead of a mortgage hawker, hawking mortgages and doing mortgages. You don't want to be a mortgage doer. You want to be a mortgage marketer. You want to build a business that sets you free. You want a systems-based business, not a you-based business. And the third reason why it works against you when you put in more hours is energetically it depletes you. Energetically, you show up burnt out. You're grinding. You're straining. You're stressing. You're striving. Energetically, it puts you on a vibration that's attuned to struggle. It puts you on a vibration that's attuned to failure. It puts you on a vibration that's attuned to lack and limitation and scarcity as opposed to abundance and flow and freedom. So when you go out there and you grind and you put in 116 hours a week or 60 hours a week or whatever it happens to be, and you're grinding, 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 and you're not building systems that work while you're not working, you're just creating a, a prison of your own making that forces you, if you want to make more money, to put in more time and more energy, which has you sacrificing time away from family. You're missing magical moments. You're missing the dance recitals. You're dis missing the ball games. You're missing the tuck-ins at night. You're missing the dinners at night. You're missing all these magical moments you can never get back. And it sets you up for a scarcity presupposition that you're living into that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because you think, I need to work weekends because if I don't, I'm going to lose my clients and I'm going to lose my realtor. You think that if I don't put in all these hours, it's never going to get all done. As opposed to thinking, what if I set up my business, I can have it exactly the way I want it, where I'm working 30, 40 hours a week, I have weekends off, where I can have phenomenal partners who send me all their business that love me and respect me and I love and respect them. I have clients that love and respect me. I love and respect them. They send us referrals and repeat business. They come back to us time and time again. I have a top talent team. I have a loan officer or a LOA that helps me with a lot of the loan level stuff where there's a license required. I have a top talent mortgage uh, you know, assistant or marketing assistant rather who helps me with all the admin tied to um, getting marketing done and deploying and launching and managing marketing campaigns. I have a virtual assistant that also helps me with all that minutia. I have a processor that helps chase docs and do all that kind of stuff. So everyone has a respective role. So all I have to do is make it rain, bring in deals, right? And all of a sudden I've got life, I've got energy, I've got flow, I got my mojo, I got the swagger factor, I got pep in my step, I got sparkle in my eye, I'm feeling great because I'm doing stuff that ignites me and excites me and fulfills me and energizes me. And instead of being in these, this living out this belief system of lack and limitation and scarcity, I'm in flow. And I'm stepping into the frequency of abundance and joy and passion. And I'm feeling jacked and stacked every day in my power and resourcefulness. Notice that vibration. Notice how that vibration feels versus scarcity, lack, limitation, the grind, and straining and striving and stressing and missing all those magical moments you can never get back with your family and with your friends. Here's something I want to submit to you, friends. You can have it exactly the way you want it. If, this is the big if, if you don't settle, you can have it exactly the way you want it. 
if you don't settle. But you can't be believing a lie and have the fruitfulness that comes from the truth. You can't believe a lie that if you go for it the way you want it, you're going to miss deals and you're going to miss opportunities and you're going to miss partners and you're going to lose partners and you're not going to be able to get it all done and you don't have enough time in the day. And all of those presuppositions is what causes someone to work 115 hours a week. All those presuppositions is what manifests as self-fulfilling prophecy of grinding, 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 lack, limitation, and scarcity. You got to own a belief system that you can have it the way you want it, that you're a thought evolved being, that what you think about comes about, that you can create it exactly the way you want it. If you remain faithful to the vision and you don't settle and you vibrate on a frequency of victory and abundance and joy and passion, you do what you do best, you get the best to do all the rest. And that top talent team comes to you easily and effortlessly. And you're so happy and grateful now that you're operating on a vibration of abundance and abundance and prosperity is flowing into your life easily and effortlessly. See, that's the flow state that I want you guys to get in. But you're never going to get in that flow state. If you think you have to grind it out every single weekend, you think you have to be the chief cook and bottle washer wearing all the hats. If you think that top talent is hard to find and hard to keep, if you think that, you know, if you want it done right, you got to do it all yourself. If you believe all those things, you'll prove yourself right and you'll have a prison of your own making. As Henry Ford said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. So I propose to you, friends, that you own the belief system of abundance, that you can have it any way you want it, that you can attract top talent, that you always have enough time for what matters most, that you can dance in your strengths and do what you do best and have the best do all the rest that you can have a business that truly sets you free. So if you've been digging what I've been laying down, you want to learn more about the systems, the proven plan, the automation, the technology that's required to truly build a business that sets you free. I invite you to take advantage of a complimentary breakthrough call with either myself or one of my consultants where we lift up the hood on your business and we look at, we look at what's working and what's not working in your business right now where you are now in your business and where you want to be. And if we can help you get there, by all means, we will show you how. But if not, I will be or my team will be the first to advise you to pass on our services. But either way, you will leave the call with massive value, massive clarity. You'll have a ton of fun. Chances are we'll have a ton of fun. And you'll get more clarity in one hour with us than chances are you've had your entire career in terms of what it really takes to create a breakthrough in your business. So if you'd like to take advantage of one of those complimentary calls, I invite you to book a call, a breakthrough call with either myself or one of our consultants by going to mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Again, that's mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. So stop grinding. Stop working longer and harder. Start working smarter, not harder. Start engineering your business to set you free. Start working on your business, not just in your business. Start using the power of Parkinson's law to work for you instead of against you. Have it propel you into higher levels of productivity. Stop put, trying to put in more hours. Instead, try to get more from the hours you're already putting in. If you'd like help with that, if you'd like clarity about how to accomplish that, 
We've been in the game 15 years. We know our stuff. We're the best on planet Earth when it comes to helping mortgage professionals create breakthroughs in their business and take their dream and make it a reality. And if you want to learn the secret sauce on how to do exactly that, I invite you to book a call. MortgageMarketingCoach.com forward slash apply. Again, MortgageMarketingCoach.com forward slash apply. Thank you for hanging with me. Thanks for you know being part of this awesome community as we grow together. We're like a rising tide that raises all the boats. We're all elevating each other to a higher level of excellence and achievement. And it's beautiful to be part of each other's breakthroughs and to be catalysts for each other, ascending to higher heights of manifestation and creating the abundant life that we're called to. So let's rock this, guys. Let's not just put in more hours. Let's get more from those hours by leveling up our leadership, leveling up our technology, leveling up our systems, but most importantly, leveling up our mindset. What moves within must move without. All breakthroughs without are first a manifestation of a breakthrough within. Any breakthrough you want to create in your life starts with a breakthrough in your mindset, your beliefs. So I encourage you, I invite you to start to look at what beliefs are you presupposing and start to notice which ones are helping you or hindering you. If you can tell that they're not setting you free, if they're constraining your abundance, if they're constraining your range of motion to create the kind of life you want, then I invite you to really connect with the consequence of you holding on to that belief and get present to the fact that you're the director, you're the script writer, and you're the hero of your own story. Take ownership of that. You can have it exactly the way you want it if you don't settle. You are the champion. You are the winner. Winner. You are the hero in your story. So go forth. Take massive action. Bring massive positive energy to that action. And chances are you will get massive, massive results, friends. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Be blessed. I love you guys. And we'll talk to you again soon. Peace. MortgageMarketingCoach.com forward slash apply. This is Doran Aldana, the Mortgage Marketing Coach, coming at you live from the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast. Talk to you soon.